this is to help you heal and I'm your host Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Welcome back. Well, this week, as promised, it is part two of our examination of the Christmas story. We're looking at it from all different angles. And maybe you were wondering, who are we going to talk about? Well, we are talking about Elizabeth this week. And so some of you, I'm sure, are thinking you knew it was going to be her. You know, we read Elizabeth's account, you know, or her part of the story also in Luke chapter one. And right after the end point of what I read to you last week, finishing out in verse 38, we pick up with Elizabeth's section of the story. And it says in verse 39, now at this time, Mary arose and went into a hurry to the hill country, to the city of Judah. And she entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb, womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be the fulfillment of what had been spoken to her. And then we get into this whole section, you know, where Mary is talking about God and she is just so encouraged. And I love the relationship that we see between Mary and Elizabeth. And gosh, did Mary ever need her? I mean, we have this whole section here right beforehand where Mary, you know, finds out that she's going to have this child. Uh, We read in one of the other accounts of the gospel that, you know, Joseph was going to send her away quietly. So let's just put those pieces together and say, uh, well, the angel had told Mary that Elizabeth was going to have a baby. And so maybe she would have gone to see her anyway. But I think it was probably a really good way out for her, a a good space, you know, some, a break from just dealing with the chaos and the questions and some people's disappointment. And so she goes to see Elizabeth and I don't know what she was even thinking on the way there. I mean, can you imagine as she's traveling to see Elizabeth and thinking about the fact that Elizabeth is going to have a baby and she's going to have a baby and certainly the two of them never expected to be pregnant at the same time. I mean, Elizabeth wasn't even supposed to have a child. And the moment that Mary walks in, we have this incredible exchange. And I think it's the power of friendship. It's the power of a sister getting it. And I don't mean that they have to be sister by blood, just sister in that relational aspect of they get you. And you know that you can tell them anything you know that they're going to listen and they're not just going to hear the words that you speak, but they're going to hear your heart and they're not going to judge you. They're going to support you. They're going to stay in it with you. That's what Mary had in Elizabeth. And so, you know, the moment that Mary walks in the door, the baby in Elizabeth's womb leaps for joy. And I love this pronouncement that she she makes. And I can't imagine how it must have felt like a cup of cold water on a really hot day to Mary. Because she's just come out of this place where, you know, criticism and, and disappointment and all of these things. And yet, 
it would have been so hard to have this knowledge that God had chosen you to bear his son. And then on the other hand, be facing some of the harsh reality of other people who don't quite get it. It's like oil and water. Those two things just don't mix. And I can't imagine the the level of emotion that Mary had. You know, the highs and the lows all at once, plus the hormones of pregnancy and all those things going on. It would have been a really hard place of wanting to embrace this incredible news and the, the reality that she was having a baby by by God's design, by his choice. And yet it wasn't the celebration that you might think it was, not for everyone, but it was for Elizabeth. And Elizabeth says, and I'm going to read it again because it's just so good. Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be the fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. I love that last sentence. Verse 45. Blessed is she who believed that there would be the fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. I want to be able to say that. I want to be worthy of that verse. That I would choose to believe that what God has spoken over my life would be fulfilled even when the circumstances don't look like it. Even when other people don't get it. Even when I face criticism or doubt or whatever. I want to be like Mary. I want to choose to believe anyway. And probably in some ways Elizabeth was talking about herself too. About this place of, of her child that was coming. And... I can't imagine how much that meant to Mary, to have Elizabeth's support, to be received this way, because Mary needed her. Mary needed Elizabeth. You know, and I think for me, it's this place of saying, this is what it looks like to have a best friend. You know, it's this place where we hardly even have to speak. We just walk through the door and they know you know, or maybe we send a text message and they can read between the lines or they hear our voice on the phone and they get it without us telling them the whole story. They simply know. I have a couple friends like that and I am so grateful for their presence in my life. Now I've only known them in the time since the Amish schoolhouse shooting. I did not know them back then, but wow, I wish I would have. Because we need friends when we're going through hard things. And I'm not saying I didn't have anybody, but the friends that I have now, I know that that journey in my life would have looked so different. Because there is nothing like the power of friendship. And what happens when another person is willing to carry our pain and celebrate the goodness And stand with us through all of it. And that was Elizabeth to Mary. And so for me, this is one of the most powerful parts of the story. But it's also one that because I know the whole story, it's also one that's painful. Because here we have these two women who were carrying these 
sons that were going to have such tremendous impact on the world, not just the world in that day, but in the world forever, because Elizabeth was carrying John the Baptist, and of course, Mary's carrying Jesus. And so we have these two women who are having these incredible sons, and yet they're going to know pain because of the road that their sons choose to walk and the way that people don't get it and what rises up against them. I know the story. I know what happens to John the Baptist. I know what happens to Jesus. And I can't imagine as a mother watching that play out and seeing this place of pain and and watching your child lose their life and knowing that there's nothing you can do about it. And so I see these women on the front side of the story, and I see this in experience that they're having in the way that they support and celebrate and they can just be real with one another. And I'm so grateful for their friendship, but I'm also grateful because I am believing that this was a friendship that's and sisterhood that spanned the test of time. And I hope that they were able to stay connected to each other. You know, I don't know all of the history. And of course, you know, that's not recorded. We don't, we don't know everything, but um, I hope that they were able to be a part of each other's journeys throughout their son's lives. Because we need friends in these moments to celebrate the good, especially when it's good, either we can't share with other people or that other people don't get, but we need them to carry us in the hard. And so this week, as you embrace this part of the story with me, I'm going to ask you to think about who are those people in your life? Who are the friends that you have that rank like Mary and Elizabeth's relationship? I want to encourage you to tell them, to tell them how much they mean to you. Maybe share this podcast with them. Let them know that, you know, you consider yourselves to be you, that you are Mary and Elizabeth with each other. I'm sure that that will be an encouragement to them. Because I think sometimes we don't realize how much we mean to another person. We're not just sitting around thinking, I'm such an amazing friend. You know, I know that she's glad for me or whatever. But it's meaningful to hear that. And I know that Mary needed Elizabeth. And I'm sure there were moments that she was saying, it's so good to be with you. I just needed you. I needed to be here with you. And I would believe that Elizabeth gave Mary strength to go home that her relationship was a source of strength for Mary, that Mary could take that strength with her afterwards. And we find that, you know, we find that in our friendships, that even if there is a bit of distance or time between when we're able to connect with each other, it's real and meaningful and it's deep and it gives us strength to go on. So as we close out our conversation today, I want you to think about who that is. And maybe you're at a point of your life where you're thinking, I need that friend. I need somebody who's my Mary or my Elizabeth. Ask God for it. And I know that it's no fun in the waiting because I've been there, but he does bring them. And I remember for myself on the lonely days when I was saying to the Lord, God, I don't need a lot of friends. I just need one. I remember how hard it was. But he has outdone himself. And I'm grateful for the women that are in my circle and for the ones that I know that I can tell anything to who will hold me up and keep me accountable and give me the strength to move forward, who will celebrate with me just like Elizabeth celebrated with Mary. Change the story for her. 
And we have the opportunity to both receive that and give that to somebody else. I hope you'll come back next week as we continue the story. I'm going to keep you in in suspense. I like having a little bit of a surprise from week to week, but I am loving walking through this series with you and I hope you're enjoying it too. Please feel free to share this with a friend who needs it. Share it on your social media, tag me if you want, and you can always find additional information and other resources or articles on my website, mariemonville.com. Drop me a message. Tell me what you'd like to hear on a podcast episode coming up next year. Thanks so much for joining me. I can't wait to continue this conversation with you next week. 